where's this feedback coming from? Feedback. I can hear a feedback when I talk. It's where it's gone now. Okay, cool. Yeah, it was. Um, I got a little. I don't know what this is even called. A deck. Um, I thought it was called a board, like a soundboard. Soundboard. I got four mics, one wire, one phone, Bluetooth, <coughs> sound effects. I don't know if you can hear the sound effects. Can you? Can you hear this? Yeah. Oh, raw. Okay. Let's start the uh, footage. Give me one second, guys, and I'll give you guys a proper introduction. <clears throat> no, man, my first hand is so bad. Wow. Are you like, oh, I cancel this thing, no? No, no, we're here now. Let's get it. All right. <laughs> With this coughing in the background, you yeah, know, I'm right, not gonna lie. Yeah? This is this is hurting me, but we're gonna get through this. Eh? We're gonna get through it. Okay, cool. All right, folks. For everyone that's just tuned in, it is officially episode eight. Can I get a round of applause from everyone? Episode eight. We made it to episode eight. But but but. So, you guys might be wondering why are we in a new setup. What's this? What's going on? Who's this beautiful Asian woman across from me? Whoa. So, <laughs> let's introduce everyone. So, I am Double S. I got Zilla on the phone. Zilla, say what's up to the people, them. Well, well, people. Good evening, good night, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are. Thanks for joining us. Blessings. So, I'm Double S. That was Zilla. Across from me, we have the beautiful Eloisa. A.K.A. Playboy Belitza. Also known as Mrs. Playboy Belitza. So... Blazer. Blazer. Sorry. Blazer. Blazer. Yeah. Hi guys. It's my first time. I'm nervous, but yeah, we're here. We're here. So, um, am I am I right to assume that your birthday is coming up this weekend? No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's Are you not. Sure? No, it's not. Wow. Thank you, though. All right. Let's kick it straight <laughs> off. Our special guest, Mrs. Play Baby Lee. So, Zilla, do you have any questions you want to kick this episode off with? Yes. So, to everyone that are listening, this is a, um, another ed- addition to the masterclass. So, basically, interviewing people who has gone through tough times in their life and different events has passed by and they managed to turn that around. And what I like about this story, it's um, it's not no famous people we're talking to, it's just a normal day-to-day person who wanted to change their life. And hopefully this story will inspire you and allow you to be the version of yourself that you want to be. So, yeah, Eloisa, a.k.a. Play Baby. That's yeah. what I call her. So... In, in in this edition, we're going to talk about little soft introduction. So if you can please introduce yourself and give us a little backstory, as in your background, where you hail from, and all of that fancy stuff, so we can get the people them to understand a little bit more about you and how we get to this juncture. Um, so my name's Eloise. I'm I'm from in I was born and raised in India. What about India? Goa. If you don't know about Goa, it's a beautiful place. You should you should visit. It is actually very, very beautiful. Okay, so born um, born in Goa. Mm-hmm. When did you guys make your way when did you make your way to London? 
um i think it was 2014 i don't know if it was june or july it was one of those months also though. next year 10 years ago. yeah next year 10 years ago oh my god oh my god so landed in the country 2014 you know yeah so like take us through how do we how do we get to present day? how did you become mrs playboy believe so take us through a bit of your backstory um as a young girl i've always had um what's it called an attraction inspiration no like i was attracted to barbies yeah okay and i just loved the way they was presented i loved the way they was presented and i just wanted to be like that in a sense you wanted to be barbie yeah and like so barbie was your inspiration yeah, I'll be so real. Yeah. Um, okay. But which is most which is most young girl who um, if they've got a dollar or a toy or something, Barbie's normally one of the ideal ends. Why? That's where it all these starts. Days you've got different variations of Barbie, as in you've got Asian Barbie, black Barbie, not back yellow then. Yellow Barbie, yeah, not back Asian then. Barbie, not back then. No, no, no. I'm saying now there's a different variations. You've got Slim Barbie, you've got Barbie with disabled Barbie, <laughs> you've got transgender Barbie. There's also a Barbie these days. Transgender Barbie. Transgender Barbie. Yes. Big up the LGBTQ+. Plus. But, but, but. Big yourself up. Big yourself up. So. They actually come a long way. Anyways, yeah. Came to the country 2014. Mm-hmm. Your inspiration was Barbie. So how was primary school for you? primary school was really hard for me because i wasn't really good at speaking like my my language was so the language your english is not your first language no it's not it's actually konkani nobody knows this nobody knows this language specifically rarely anyone can speak this language but yeah that's my that's so you would say it's closer to the sanskrit then yeah sorry what the sanskrit What's the that? Sanskrit. The Sanskrit is a uh, ancient language in India. Oh. Which not a lot of people speak. Oh, then yeah, that's that story. Yeah, that one. Sanskrit. Okay. Oh, sorry. Okay. Continue. Um. But yeah, talk us through your primary life. So, you didn't talk very much English. Did you have many friends? How was it? I had this one friend. Yeah. <laughs> Her name was Jade. Um, I remember her being like my little little buddy that I always w- I was always with. Okay. Um. Yeah, she taught me a couple things, what certain things meant and stuff. What certain things meant, but yeah. Um, I miss her, but. I don't know where she is in life. Thank you. Okay, thank so you, thank she's you. moved on, as in she moved away or something. Or into the next life, or you don't know? I don't know. Like, I left that school in year, like, end of year five, I think. And then I joined okay. the one near St. Mary's, uh, Magdalene. Okay. Okay. It's like, five minutes away from Shaquan's. Um Oh, my primary, primary school. Yeah. yeah. We shared the same bakery, Edwards Bakery. Literally. You know the vibes. You know the vibes. That's where we got all our cakes from. Yeah, and still cookies. <laughs> but, um, okay. So that's primary life. Speak us about high school. How was high school for you? 
Because I feel like I... High school, I came out my shell. First, year seven, year, year seven, so year by eight. That time you, by that time, you can speak English a little bit better. A hundred percent. Um, But I just couldn't write it. Okay. I couldn't write really okay, good either. Cool. But I'm working mm-hmm. on that still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you write in cursive. Yeah, that's how they taught yeah, us. I think that's so backwards and broken, but no, cursive is actually very beautiful skill to have. <clears throat> I mean, until you can't read it and you get misdiagnosed because your doctor writes in cursive. But okay, all right. So yeah, talk us through your high school life. You said year seven, you start to go off the rails. No, no, I didn't. Year seven, year seven and show. year eight. Sorry. Year seven and year eight, I was really all about education 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 that's it okay. um focused on it really religiously in a sense okay you saying top set for everything not top i was the second second set or second second highest okay yeah so what was your favorite thing to learn about at school maths maths has always been my favorite subject forever will be my favorite it's still so is favorite you're better at maths than me no okay I just wanted to put that out there. I just was better than you. How? In the past tense. But, you know, I just didn't carry on. So but then, yeah. talk us, so that's year seven, year eight. Talk us into year nine now. What's happening? Year nine is when things went downhill. Okay, downhill. So you start, you start <laughs> finding yourself, you went into adolescence. Well, there was a major thing that happened in my family that led me okay. to act rebellious. Okay. Okay. So, like, how old were you when this happened? Um, this was happening since year six. The whole this incident that I don't want to say exactly where no, it no, is. No, 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 no. We understand that. But what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. uh, when when things literally get out of control, like it's an out of hand situation, how old were you then? I think I was thirteen. Thirteen. Was I thirteen or so you, Indian nine? You you you're in adolescence now, so <laughs> you teenager. Nine, you're fifteen. No, you're I'm not. Four, fifteen. We met when we were fifteen. We wasn't in year nine. End of year eight. That's when it all happened. When's end of year eight? Like how end old? End of year eight. <coughs> you are. 14 yeah 14 yeah 14 13 that's when it all happened yeah Yeah. so (coughs) yeah am i right to assume that you got did you get transferred first or did you get kicked out of school transferred (coughs) well i got so you get transferred to school or you get kicked out of school they got they kicked me out to another school that was a br- okay. yeah, that's a transfer, yeah, transfer. <clears throat> yeah, transfer. So, y- would you say that was like your second chance? What would you, what would you, how would you describe that situation transferring from one school to another? It was, I was excited to be honest. I didn't yeah. want to be in that environment anymore where everybody knew my situation and. Oh, okay. Just, so you need a first thought. Yeah, I didn't like the fact that people knew. Okay. And being able it to go to it was is it was it embarrassing or it felt embarrassing it felt i don't know i was hurting okay. i was really hurting them knowing what was going on and i felt like a victim okay and i didn't okay. want to be treated like one it's demoralizing okay. yeah 
and it led to like other people making little comments about what the situ like what happened and it was just like you're trying to get something out of me a reaction and they did don't get it, they did so what type of reactions lashing out just what's the lashing out though is that which is it's, it's normal <laughs> for you to lash out because you're going for an emotional stage where it's 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 home is where you live with your family right yeah and when home becomes a prison you don't want to be there yeah so the fact that when you leave home in the morning you leave out a prison and you dread in the moment you're going back home because you're gonna be in that same prison you just left from eight hours ago or ten hours ago so you do everything to stay out of it. So anxiety kicks in, <laughs> fear kicks in, and then all the other emotional stuff that's going on. And if people outside don't understand what you're going through, then automatically your blowback is, I have to, you're going to push me. Because even in, in natural state of animal instinct, you back an animal in a corner and it gets defenseless, it's going to charge at you. Yeah. Right. I'm not calling you an animal, I'm just using that as a reference point. Yeah. So if you're in a situation where you've been you're going through stuff in in your home home life, and then people at school then decided they want to make a mockery of it, obviously you're gonna retaliate where you know how because look, I can't explain this to you, and instead of you try and understand what I'm going through, you find it funny to be taking a piss. I'm so sorry, Jesus Christ. Hmm. I'm dying. Sorry. <clears throat> so, you said you got moved to a school. What happened? So, what would you? What What happened when you moved to the school? What was the vibe like? Everything was. Everything was actually great. Um, the only thing that I didn't like was I wasn't in mainstream, so I was in a different room with other kids. Well, there was only like a couple okay. kids. It was like a little family. What's that called? Unit. Unit. So we called it a unit. You were a unit kid, basically. You had isolation, isn't it? That's what it's called, isolation. You're in like these little prisoner pods. You have a desk in the chair. Yeah, it's segregated from the actual school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like lunch okay. for lunch, they would send you like 10 minutes earlier. Yeah, yeah. You and you would stuff. eat the yeah. food there quickly. And then go as soon as everybody comes, we have to go back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. our break. We had to stay in there I never for went to school when I was in isolation. Big man saying. Huh? I never went to school and I was in isolation. Fuck but isolation. Nah, they were nah. Uh, I, uh, Mr. Hable, if Mr. Hable <laughs> finds this, oh my god, I love you so much. He he was actually my mentor. Like okay. he looked after me. If I came to school high, mm -hmm. you know he's looking after me. He doesn't. Okay. He just he was always there for my mom as so well. There was there was a safe haven for you. Yes, Mr. Hable. Mr. Hable. Mr. Hebo, big up your fucking self wherever you are in the world. Facts, man. facts, 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 facts. <laughs> so, you're in isolation unit, whatever you want to call it. You meet Mr. Hebo. He's like your safe haven. Mm -hmm. But you mentioned that you used to come to school high. So what? Was smoking a part of the daily routine? Oh, yeah. Morning, yeah. after school, yeah. nighttime, it was a daily thing. So Religious thing. If you're Perfect. not working at this time, how are you funding your weed habits? It's right. I was living off my mother, guys. How embarrassing is that? Come on it now. It's your mother. That is embarrassing. I'm. I'm. What? This is it's the main reason. Parents provide for you. Mm. Yeah, but it wasn't so for the right things. 
it wasn't for the right it things. Doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. It's your, it's your, it would be easier you live off of your mum than go and steal it from somebody, no? True, very true. Okay, so you can't look at it from that perspective as in, oh, you were living off your mum. That's what parents are there for, regardless of how they see it, feel about it, or think about it. It doesn't matter. It is what it is. It's mum. Um, and yeah. parents, I don't know, like a deadbeat daddy. Play your role, boy. Whoa. So it's not all about the sex. You need to look after your children, you soda. So three spliffs a day, seven days a week, that's twenty one spliffs. How much weed were you picking up? Every I time? I don't know. Is it three five benzes? Has to be three fives or scores. Score, how <coughs> how regularly? Just to give the As soon as I home. finished. As soon as you finished. Yep. So it was like the pack's done, I need more. Mom. Or when it's about to finish, when I'm on my last seat, you know, you know, you so know. So what is it? Mo, you know, no, I'm joking. Whoa. Is it a Rizla thing? Is it blunts? What is it? Spliffs. It's not, I'd never smoke puries, none of that. And Unless I had to. No, If nobody served me that day for a chip, you know I had to smoke a puree. For those at home that don't know, chip is cigarette. Yeah. Just for those that don't know. So, um, explain the transition from year 9 to year 10. Because I met you in year 10. And when I met you, I didn't know any of this when I first met you. So explain the transition from year 9 to year 10. So I had a year, well, not a year, but three months before school, like year 9 finished, an incident happened where I punched a teacher and I got kicked out. Where did you punch the teacher? On the chest. In the chest? Yeah, in the chest. On the, yep. On like, yep. Were you trying to like put your... So. <laughs> that was a reaction towards what? It was just anger building up okay. and the littlest, that one little thing made me go berserk and I just started punching everything that I saw. So I punched the teacher first and then I walked in to the main part of unit and anybody that yeah. came in front of me just got punched. And then okay. the kid at the end, I just punched him multiple times because he was in the corner. So I just did it. I kept oh, punching him. Okay. I've never heard this part of the story. So that was your that was your so your frustration. You're leaving, huh? So you was relieving your frustration. Yeah. Did you punch Mister Abel? No. Are you crazy? So who did you? Punch? Even if I'm not conscious, I know I won't punch him. So who did you punch? What was the teacher's name? Miss. I think it was Mister Hart. You punched Mister Hart. He was a PE teacher and he didn't oh, smell nice. I hated PE teachers in my. So what are you saying? You banged him in his Good. chest, saw a little you in the corner, banged him up. There was a couple people before that, but it's fine. How many people did you punch up? This is what I was told. This I wrote, so they, wait, everybody wait, wrote wait, a statement. Wait, do you not remember? <clears throat> no. Oh, you had like one of them icy reds, kill, kill, kill. Yeah, that's why I was so confused when I, when they said I was punching up some guy in the corner. Oh. So... um. I was reading, They when I got kicked out, they gave me all, like, they gave my mom all the statements that the kids wrote. Okay. And I was so, reading it, and it was just saying all the people I've punched, and I'm just like, <laughs> what? <coughs> that is fucking crazy. So, you just said, yo, I'm Iron Mike tonight, and you have no recollection of this moment. Yeah, of course, I don't remember it. That is wild. I know I so, punched the teacher. That's one thing I know, but everything else I don't remember it. So that 
So there's a possibility it might happen and there's a possibility it hasn't happened. It's if a, you remember it's a, yeah, punching facts. the teacher and then and then seconds later you have another incident that you don't remember. Yeah, I don't recall it at all. What were you and was you smoking at the time or were you high at the time when this happened? No, I was sober. I know I was sober. So, so there's a ninety percent chance it may not have happened, but they make up a story just to um use it as a strengthening for their case to kick you out. Possibly. Did your mom beat you after that? No, she gave up on me when I got kicked out. Oh my. So when you say like gave up like oh you'll never be shit like So when you get kicked out, where did you end up? No. Say that again. When you get kicked out of school, where did you end up? Prue. What straight away? I thought you had like a referral unit. Little hiatus, no? What's that? Yeah, so I had to wait till year 10 to actually come to Key Stage 4. Pre- <coughs> so Key Stage 4, pre- Blackbird Hill, real G's. That's all. where we met. That's where I met Mrs. Playboy Belitsa. So Okay, so now this is where it's getting interesting now for me. Yeah. So with all of that, little blip moment between you landing in this country never speak a word speak speak a word of english till now you kicked out of school three two and a half three years later and you end up at people referral <coughs> unit so now you're 15 years old right now oh yeah, yeah, yeah well, at yeah. the time yeah so you are true you you made Met a young man called Shaquan, uh, which they were known as Double S, and you and him become friends. Yeah, friends first. Okay. And she couldn't, she couldn't um resist me. Let's be honest. Whoa, we was friends for like a good three months. Three months, maybe like three days. No, we was good. No, no. Yeah. So. So to ch- to fast forward with this thing now, because we kind of get the backstory now. So this is where we want to get to the interesting part of the conversation, where you've now at Peru, things kind of are in perspective for you now, because you're not mainstream anymore. You're in a people referral unit where to society, when they can't do anything else with you, in a mainstream school, that's where you automatically end up. Yeah. So now you're in Peru. And what was Peru looking like for you? <coughs> Peru was scary. I thought it was going to be scary. Like when I first um, joined, I thought, yeah, nobody's going to like me, this and that. But when I joined, it was just like everybody was quiet. Nobody spoke. Like nobody said anything. Nobody looked scary. Was I quiet when you met me? Yeah, you was the quietest. That's why I wanted to chat to you. But yeah. Okay. Um, so, so at what point that you've now made the decision that you wants to be an entrepreneur? This was during that three months that. Um, Yeah, well, I was great to go into year 10, yeah. I was at home doing so nothing but smoking, back to back to back. Okay, so is that is the smoking was part of the trigger as to why 
you wanted to be an entrepreneur because you want money? Smoking was definitely one of them because it was just like, I felt like a bum. I'll be so real. I felt like a bum sitting at home doing nothing, <coughs> eating my mom's food, this and that. But what am I doing to contribute? Why am I doing nothing? Well, you're 15 years old. <coughs> but it was All seen. Right, so let's, 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 let's step away from that energy, i.e., we we want to talk about the the positive stuff now because we can't change the past. Mm-hmm. We can only go forward, and the fact when we going forward, in 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 some culture, i.e. my culture, mm-hmm. it's always easy to highlight when time the the person is doing wrong, and on their case say, you know, yeah, you know, you're doing this, and when are you gonna fix up and blah blah blah. But when you're doing the right thing, nobody wants to celebrate it. Facts. So Big facts. This is a marker celebration for me, just to say, I want to put a shine the spotlight on your thing because at the age of 15, you're smoking, you feel like a bum in your mom's house, which is not the most conscious things to consider, but at that time, that's what you're thinking about. And what was your first step? Because now you're in a space where you need to make some money and you need to sustain yourself because you can't rely on your mama anymore. So what was the first step for you take that you take for you to be that boss that you always see yourself as being? So I had a little money saved up from when I got some money for my birthday. I had like... 50 60 pounds or something like that okay i put it in my mum's account and i said mom i'm gonna use this to order something didn't tell exactly what it was it was actually pairs of lashes like strip lashes from aliexpress all right and i got a bunch of them different styles whatnot waited for like i had to wait like a month for them for them to come over yeah. Um, they came over and then I was just excited, extremely. It's just seeing them. I put them on my carpet. Took like my carpet was really nice. It was like a marble thing. Um, okay. Took loads of pictures and I started promoting it. And so okay. many females popped up, just being extremely supportive about it. And I was like, okay, this can cool. actually go somewhere. Yeah. Opened up an Instagram, um, made a website. It was a basic, ugly website, but it did the job. It, it did the job, it worked. Yeah. Um, so this all happened when you were 15 years old? Yeah. While you yeah. were through? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. But... <laughs> I made a basic one and then asked my boyfriend, Shaquan, to take a look. And we both worked on it together and made it better. Put yeah. it up and um, started selling lashes. All right. <coughs> yeah. So that was the start of this. So how was the clientele going, i.e.? Because now you do lashes at the same time. You sell lashes, right? Mm-hmm. No, I don't sell so, anymore, but 
I saw Lash Trays, okay. which is different. Guys, in the link, oh. in the link. I mean, description, description, okay. description. Ouch. So, so now you've transformed from selling lashes, and so you do you do makeup um, and put lashes on, right? I do lash extensions. Um, yes. Services, yeah. That okay. So, so from your your lash extension, how did you get to the clientele in the first place? For the strips. No, no, the clients that because obviously you were selling lashes before, right? Mm-hmm. So how do the clients know that you uh, you can do lashes? Well, I started off by doing it on friends and family, kept promoting, promoting Instagram. I was very, very active at that time. Um, okay. I kept doing it, and then some people started wanting to book. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah, people wanted to book, and um, I let them come through. It took me extremely long. But it was I got it done, posted it, posted it, and then just one day, a set came out so good. I posted it and it just blew up. I don't okay. know what happened. It blew up. It went everywhere. My followers started going up. More clientele was getting booked out. Um, that kept happening for a time, and then it slowed down a slowed down a bit. Um, fixed myself. Did another course to renew my skills yeah <coughs> <coughs> oh my god I'm dying um did a course to renew my skills and started doing different sets that I posted and then now we're now we're here we're doing we're doing great I'm so. booked I'm I'm just putting it out there for everyone to have an understanding. Like sometimes when you give up, give up on yourself, or society gave up on you, and they turn your back on you, like this is the end of the road for you. We don't expect nothing from you, and um, you're not gonna become anything. And this is the end of the road for you. This is a classic example. Here's a young lady who will give you a brief breakdown of her background, how things were for her at one point. And now she's sitting in a position where she's quite comfortable talking about her situation. She's quite comfortable explaining to you how it was not a half chance. She wanted to do something with her life. She was interested in being a better version of herself and didn't want to really, as in her words, she didn't want to be a bum and mm-hmm. a drug to her mom. So now she's in a position where she's making her own butter. And if we force forward today, she's almost, in a couple of days' time, she'll be 19 years old. And this business start from she was 15 so for all of you much quick people out there Mm-mm. she's four years deep into this thing and she's to expand boss. soon guys so it's it's this is i'm not saying it's a simple task but 
if you've got a dream, if you've got a plan, if you've got an idea, if you've got something that you're passionate about, don't let anybody steal that dream from you. It's it's sometimes the worst thing happens and you think, oh yeah, this is it because it's easier to blame mom, it's easier to blame dad, it's easier to blame someone else. But when you're going through all of them tough times, if you take your own assist, your own responsibility and change the narrative around you, if you change your mindset, you change your circumstances. So in... I'm going to go back now just to understand the reason as to why you stop selling eyelashes and only do eyelashes. I just saw more money in it, to be honest. Yeah, but so... And it was just so much... And... Say Sorry. again? It was just a lot of work, like having to go to the post office, post them, package them as well as do lashes. I couldn't do both at the same time. And as, as well, I was in co- um, school. So I couldn't okay. do everything. It was starting to get to me, so I had to drop one thing. And I decided to okay. just drop. Um, so selling. you choose the... You choose <laughs> the lash selling. You choose the lash... Doing lashes over... Um, selling lashes. Yeah. Which at the time was a more financial viable. Mm-hmm. So now you're at this point, are you ever going to go back to selling lashes? 100%. Inshallah. Okay. <coughs> so is that in, is in the near future or it's something in the pipeline you're working on or what? I'm already selling um aftercare kits for my okay. lash extension services as yeah. well as lash trays where you can actually try on your own um, all right so you know if you're looking to become a little lash tech where or if you're already a lash tech and you're looking for some great product you know where to go link in description you know the vibes yeah thanks so you hear it, people. You've got you've got in a masterclass from a young lady who came over from India, twenty fourteen, well, long ago, eight years, uh, nine years ago, and um, never had the best start. Well, sorry, had a, a quite reasonable start, but then fall off the wagon at some point. Still, never give up on her dreams. Still never give up on reality, even though English is not our first language. And here we are today talking about entrepreneurship. So for me, it's a classic example to stick to the craft, stick to the hustle. And I mean, we talk about many things before. We talk about in the master class, we talk about financial literacy. So if it's the first time you're tuning in, you can go back to the the few, the younger episodes or the, the older episodes if that's the correct wording mm-hmm. and you can go from episode one and work your way through to present day and obviously we're gonna come in at you with different dreams and the whole idea of the master class is to help people to understand that 
you don't know, it's not you've got unsung heroes, you've got people who's not in the limelight, you've got people who's not famous or an Instagram star or on your T V or on YouTube or wherever that can inspire you because she's a young lady from around the way. She's as you like young people say, from the hood. So she's actually from the hood. So for for this part in in her journey and in her life, you can understand that she's been through a lot. And some people might say, oh, yeah, well, she's lucky. Well, it's not luck, is it, if you're actually going to put the work in? Because if you want to change your lifestyle and change what is going on around you, you have to do something about it. And clearly, that's what you did. So, yeah, I'm intrigued to hear more. I really appreciate it. So what else you got coming? Um, I'm looking to expand my services. I'm trying Inshallah. to do... I'm trying to do waxing, brows, um, lash lifts, lash tin, brow tin, facials, and then possibly go into laser, inshallah. Okay. Um, so, is so is this re- the reason why you go back to college? <coughs> yeah, right now I am doing level two beauty therapy, technical. It's more theory, but okay. yeah. But then you get to learn the different technical terms and mm-hmm. understand different skin tone and texture and all of that stuff. Yeah? Conditions and muscles and bones and everything about your body. Okay. And key light skin and all of these things. Yeah? All of that. All of that. All right. So here we go again. Another clucky example. Still on the hustle, even though. So how many days do you go to college? Three days. And then the other half days you're in the you're on the ground. Yeah, but one of the days where I go to college I also work early mornings. Say that again. Um, right before I go to college I uh I do cl- I do a client and then I go to college. <laughs> wow. So the hustle never sleeps? Nah. Inshallah. Wow. <laughs> Oh, you hear that, guys? <coughs> this young lady is going to college. And bear in mind, and I'm just going to keep repeating this thing because it's, 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 it's refreshing, it's exciting, it's something different from the norm. She's still not even 19 years old yet. Still 18 years of age. Wow, guys, come on. 19 soon. If you're are, at, you not are you this not embarrassed? This is embarrassed here. I'm actually 19 in two, three days. No, I don't I mean, remember. Um, all the people yes, that but that don't at, at the time of the recording, at the time of the recording, you're not 19 yet, and you're on the hustle. On the it's hustle. like, the hustle never sleeps. So, people, um, parents, loved ones, guardians, whosoever you are, whatever you do, yes, I understand society have a way out to throw people under the bus or leave them on the side for dead. These are your loved ones. You gave birth to these beautiful human beings. And at the same time, I understand you have to do the do for keep the roof over the head and all of that stuff, but think about it. This, our children, is our future. That's a fact. 
we have to make sure that their future is secure. Yes, school does what it does, but school never gave birth to these children. Mama does, and fathers, we help to produce these children. Inshallah. These children carry 50% of the DNA. So if we're going to do the, the right thing, and as I said, in our culture, we tend to highlight the things that are wrong, but we never want to give the flowers where the flowers due. You're just and ruining I've it. I've never understood. Huh? No, no. Carry on. We're listening. I I have never understood the, the, the idea of looking at the negative, but never seeing the positive. Because in order for us to grow, we have to make changes. And either in order for we have to, changes is inevitable. And either in order for we to affect change, we have to be a part of it. Instead of talk about it, let's be about it because that's the only way we can go about it. Now we're in a um, change in landscape where you've got old jobs are going out, new jobs are coming in. We're not really trained for the new jobs because the way school function. It's the same old principle and the same old motto. You get a good education and you get a good job, which, all right, fine. I ain't nothing wrong with it if that's what it is. But then if we're in a um, couple of years ago, say starting at 2000, which is 20 years ago, we was in a um, dot-com culture, our um, information age then, if that's the case. Now, that's all changed now. We're going into artificial intelligence or AI. We can't keep saying the same or singing the same old song. Oh yeah, if you go to school, you get a good job. Because even government don't even understand what the future is going to look like. But they're the one who's setting out legislation. Like they know what it's going to look like. Bear in mind all the people who change in how other people is going to live and shape in the future. Those are the one governmental challenging saying, oh yeah, your um, technology is not suitable for this, and they're the same one who fear AI. Bear in mind, a couple of years ago, when um, uh, what's that, virtual reality, it was the same problem. Everybody complaining, talking about how oh, this is against morals and principle, and it's not this and it's not that. And now everybody's got a. Um, um, virtual reality living with them on a day-to-day people play games they teach people who got fear how to overcome fear via virtual reality and if you're scared of heights they use the same thing so you can so everything's got its pros and it's got its cons now as parents we have to help our children to be a better version of themselves and some of you parents who never get the opportunity to be the doctor or the lawyer or whatever your dream was, yeah, you can't force your children to live your dream. Big facts. You're just so, ruining it. You're ru- look at my lips. So, You're ruining it. So support the children them um, for enjoy their dreams and help them to live theirs because their dreams is theirs. They're the one who come up with it, and this is what they want to be. You can now decide it all well. You know what? You you have to get this grade because now you're putting them under pressure for what purpose? And what reason? Because where's the benefit in all of this when all of this pressure? So sometimes it's the consciousness of how we now start policing our own 
children when they were born into this world, they were young and innocent and we even start worried that where they might turn out to be and then all of a sudden when you get the opportunity to help them to be the best version of themselves, you are the same one stealing that dream away because you want them to live yours. That's 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 correct. All right, guys, we're forty four minutes in. We only having a um we've got ten minutes left before we gotta wrap up. So I just wanna have um I want to do a question and answers. Before that, I just want to say big up all the young entrepreneurs that started in COVID. Um, we're doing great. Anyways, yeah, carry on. So, yeah, <coughs> I'm going to ask some questions. It's going to be Mrs. Playbabylies, Mrs. Playbabylies versus Zilla. <coughs> <coughs> we're going to do, I don't know, 10, 15 questions. Whoever gets the highest. Mm-mm. You guys ready? Yes, sir. Say a bad so the question number one is which country has the highest life expectancy? Korea. Hong Kong. Okay, can you not yell? Sorry. So what's which your Which country got the life the highest life expectancy? Yeah. Um uh, Vietnam. The answer is Hong Kong. One point Okay, okay. My next question Are is you keeping up with the points? How many minutes are there in a full week? Whoever's closer gets the point. Say again? How many minutes are there in a week? Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, shit is correct. I'm going to pass on this one. No, no passing. We need an answer. Louise is doing some mental maths, imaginary <laughs> mental maths on the table. Hold on, hold on. There's 84,600 minutes in 24 hours. Oh, God, oh, no, I'd have to get a calculator for that one. Come on, guys, I just need some it's, guesses. It, it's around 9,000 minutes. Okay, she said 9,000. What's your answer, Zilla? No, uh, n- not 9,000. No, it's more than that. It's in the millions. No, it's not. It's, 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 I, I can give you guys the hint. It's not in the millions. I it's no. It's eleven thousand. Eleven thousand minutes. Okay, Eloise's final, final answer is eleven thousand. What's your final answer, Dad? <laughs> I don't know. In the millions. Okay. Not changing. Eloise is correct. It is ten thousand and eighty minutes. Mental maths, guys. You know, if we, if you, if you can't do it in your head, write it on the table, and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 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 With your fingers. I'm playing devil's advocate here. Okay, how many elements are on a periodic table? Hundred. We did this one last time. Oh. One hundred eighty-one. Car manufacturer had the highest revenue in twenty twenty. Honda. Uh, Tesla. No and no. Audi. Nope. Mercedes. Toyota. What did you say? Mercedes. No, it's not Toyota or Mercedes. Um. What car manufacturer had the highest hint. revenue in twenty twenty? No hints. Oh, it's Porsche. Nope. BMW. No. This one's good, man. What's the first letter? No, I'm not saying it. Wow. Ferrari. Ferrari no, incorrect. Lamborghini. I don't, I don't no. Know. It can't be Lambos. Um, Do you guys both forfeit? No. Yeah, I give up. <laughs> I'll, give, I'll give you guys one more answer, Rich. If you don't get it, point goes to the to the house. One more answer, Rich. Honda seven. We already said that. Uh, Kia. No, incorrect. 
Just say it. Eloise, the final answer? Just say it. The most, the car manufacturer that had the most revenue in 2021 was actually Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Oh, Volkswagen. Volkswagen. Question number four. In what country was Elon Musk born in? Um, uh, South Africa. South Africa is correct. The score is 2-1. Didn't we do this one last time? No, we didn't do that. I just know that because his mum and dad is a genius. Oh. Next one. I like to study unintelligent people. Oh. What meat is used in Shepherd's Pie? Beef. Lamb. Lamb is correct. What the score hell? is two two. <laughs> <laughs> His name is in the title, isn't it? Shepherd's Pie. Oh yeah, Shepherd. Oh. A shepherd herd lambs, uh, herd sheep, no? Mm. Not that difficult. Who was the highest paid athlete in two thousand and twenty-one? Um, Lionel Messi. Nope. Is it a footballer? Oh, Kylian Mbappe. It, I'll give you guys a hint. It is not a footballer or a basketball player. Hey, you got really silent. Really is it fun. a sprinter? I don't really, I don't really know any other no other sports like that. Is so it a sprinter? Really it's a fighter. I can give you guys that. It's a fighter. Oh, Money Mayweather. Nope. Muhammad. Huh? Muhammad. Mohammed the fighter, isn't it? Ali. Yeah. No, no, it wasn't him. It's not, it's not Money Mayweather. No, it's not. Hint, hint. Oh, hint. Um, Tyson Fury. Nope. Anthony Joshua. Nope. Hint. Uh, oh, um, Alexander Yusuf. No, no. I'll give you guys this is the final hint. He is white. He's white. What's that British? Huh? What's that? What's that Irish name? I don't know. What is his name? What is his name? Ooh, what is his name? Is, um, Conor McGregor. Tyson Fury. The odds are is Conor, oh, yeah, it's McGregor. Conor McGregor. Score is currently 3-2. Yeah. All right. Is that blood? He was the highest paid fighter. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. athlete in 2021. That's crazy. Well, that doesn't make no sense. Because my man didn't even fight in 21. He was COVID, huh? But in my money, man, with a fight, he get knocked the fuck out, did he? <coughs> I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> it's us, whoop. Question my number six. Garden, I think it was. Question number six. Which Disney film has the most sequels? Um, I know this one. Shrek. Incorrect. What's a sequel? Huh? Like, uh, Rush Hour 1, 2, 3. That's oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Cinderella. Um, Incorrect. I know this one in a Disney film. Um, is it? There's not one of Toy the Marvel Story? thing, is it? It is Toy Story. Toy, Toy Story one, two, three, and four. All right. All right. Sorry, Dad. In what Last U.S. state? In what U.S. state is the city Nashville in? The what? Texas. Okay, I'll repeat the question. The city what? In the U.S. St- what U.S. state is the city Nashville in? Tennessee. Oh, my. Yes, the city is national. Tennessee. It is Tennessee. <laughs> wow, she got it before you even understood the question. Damn. Damn. The city national. The city Nashville. Nashville. Oh, Nashville. Oh. Yeah, Nashville. <coughs> Score. Or two? I don't know, but I'm winning. Or two. Okay. Question number seven. What is the capital of New Zealand? 
Um, Oakland. Nope. Austria. Nope. Give us a hint. Uh, oh, Queensland. Nope. It begins with a W. I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. Still. It's Wellington. Oh, West Wales. Wellington. Incorrect. Well, that's the one. Street art, street artist Banksy is originally associated with which British city? British what? City. What city is the street artist Banksy associated with? Southampton, I think. Nope, incorrect. Oh, Portsmouth. Nope, incorrect. London. London. Incorrect. (laughs) Guys, give up. Birmingham. Incorrect. Yeah. The answer is Bristol. Bristol? Who Bristol. cares about Bristol? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. I'm joking. All the people yeah. watching from Bristol, man. What type of food is penny? It's pasta. Pasta. <laughs> Blew out the water there. 5-2. Okay, question number eight. Who is the current president of the United States? <laughs> Trump. Joe Biden. Joe Biden is correct. <laughs> I don't know nothing about the ESA like that. All right. Scores 5-3. <coughs> Question <coughs> number nine. What sport did David Beckham play? Football. 5-4. Yeah, shit. I don't five know football stuff. Okay. Question number 10. How many permanent teeth does a dog have? 22. Any what? How many permanent teeth does a dog have? 22 is incorrect. Well, I don't bloody know. It's more than 22. It's more than 36. 47. It's less than 47. 42. Oof. 45. It is? Yes. What? How much? It's 42. He has 42 teeth in his mouth. How did I grow for it? All right. Let's give you guys one more question. What is rapper P. Diddy's real name? Sean, did Sean, Sean John Combs. Sean John Combs is correct. Who knows that? No, well, that does, but I don't know. No. All right. What five? Okay, I'm going to need you guys to answer this one by one. What are the five colors of the Olympic rings? We go. We only have 45 seconds, guys. Let's go. Let's get these answers in quickly. Red, yellow. Yes, yes. Green. Correct. Blue. Yes. Black. Oh, smashed it. Zim didn't even get a chance. But guys, thank yeah, you so much. For her to go first. Well, being a gentleman, you ended up losing her. So um <laughs> guys, thank you so much. Episode eight. It's been a movie. Zilla, thank you so much for calling in. But, but, but. Episode right. eight is coming to a wrap. I'm gonna say a goodbye to myself. I'm gonna let everyone else say goodbye to themselves. But peace out, you lot. I'll see you lot next week. Peace. Good evening, good night. I appreciate you for checking in. Good morning, wherever you are. Blessings. Hopefully you learned something today. And thanks to beautiful Play Baby for passing to share some of her fine story with us. And hopefully it inspires us to do the best. I just want to say thank you guys for having me. It's been a movie. I've enjoyed um, letting go. But thank you so much. Thank you so much for watching and Can listening we, as well. Can we see you back on this podcast anytime soon? Definitely. This is really fun. Um, but you, I will be always at the back talking. Behind shit. the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes. I will, I will always be there. So, yeah, if you guys have questions, you know, comments. But, yeah, um, 
that's that's what I got to say. Well, we'll see you guys next week. It's been Double S, Zilla, and our special guest, Eloisa, a.k.a. Mrs. Playbaby Lita. We will see you guys next week. Peace out and one love. Peace. Peace.